0: Hello, and welcome to Mike Martin Asks again. This week, we have an amazing guest for you. It's another very, very, very successful entrepreneur. In fact, he's got over a decade experience in digital marketing, SEO, affiliate marketing, e-commerce, developing SaaS tools, and email marketing. Not only that, but this guy in the last three years, okay, let's think about these numbers when I say it, right? In the last three years, he's done five and a half million, okay, on ClickBank. Now, even as an affiliate taking 50% commission on that I don't know if it's affiliate numbers We'll talk about that soon But even if it is, that's 2.7 million, okay In the last three years With other people's products, okay He's trained over 50,000 students And he's a co-founder of one of the best chatbots on the market That currently has over 10,000 customers And I'm not going to tell you what the chatbot is Because we're going to talk about that later today
1: Simon Wood, tell us who you are, my friend well, first of all, thank you for having me on, uh, Mike. Very, very good to be here. So, yeah, my name's Simon Wood, and um, as Mike says, I've been working online now for well, I started in 2008, um, and I say I started in 2008. Um, that doesn't mean to say that it's all been plain sailing since then. I think, like like most of us, we have our ups and downs to begin with. Um, so, yeah, I've done I've done various things online, um, you know, starting with SEO based stuff. I mean, I don't know, I'm not quite sure where you started, Mike, but when I first started, it was all about building keyword-specific affiliate affiliate websites that you would try and rank in, in Google and search engines and, and obviously push affiliate products. Some of them, you'd only have any use for for about a week or two, and then it'd be done and gone and you're moving on to the next one. So, yeah, that was really how I um, got into it. Um, obviously, I've done various things along the way uh, since then. Not everything works. Um, I think most most people who try and work online experience um, a few peaks and troughs, maybe more troughs than peaks to begin with. And And my journey is certainly no different. Um, so yeah, it's all mainly been based around affiliate stuff that I've done, starting off with websites, you know, moving into other areas, obviously email, um, and, um, those kind of things. And yeah, moving on to what we've been doing more recently over the last few years, which is more, um, on the software side of things, um, and using chatbots in a variety of ways to, to generate revenue and like I say, in all sorts of ways. So yeah, my journey has been certainly not smooth but it's certainly been quite exciting um, as these kind of, of journeys are um but if there's anything that you specifically want to know about about um what I've done along the way then I'm more than happy to chat about any of that so, so let me take you
0: back a little bit first before we get into yeah. the into the nitty-gritty and the good stuff um if 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 I was to take you back to, to 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 pretty much when you very first started out um I don't know did you have a real job first what was your desire what was the one thing you know let, let's say say you, you, you're looking at it and you're thinking i hate my boss or i'm sick of this or or, or just <laughs> like i don't like being told what to do what was the desire what was it that made you become you an entrepreneur what it was?
1: um i um i was working for a company called Overview and mather um which was part of the wpp advertising group which run the largest advertising agencies in the world and um i uh, at the time Wanted to go, um, abroad for a little while. I wanted to, all my friends were traveling. I got straight into work, right? All my friends were traveling. So I was hearing all these wonderful stories and I had the opportunity to go, um, and do the uh, Australia. So all I wanted to do was go and do the East Coast of Australia and I wanted to do it. I wanted three months to do it in. And when, um, I had the opportunity, work basically said to me, we're only allowing, allowing you to do it for four weeks. You can't do it for any more than that. So, um, off I went and, Uh, When I came back um, four weeks later, feeling a little bit annoyed that I couldn't take more time and all that kind of stuff, um, work was going through some uh, almost sort of funny changes. And I decided then, do you know what? I don't think I want to sort of come back and get back into this job. So actually, when I was meant to go back into the job, I actually went straight into my um, boss's office and said, look, I don't want to particularly be here anymore. I know I should be writing a letter of resignation, all this kind of stuff. But actually, um, I just want to go you know we've cleared up any outstanding money you owe me i haven't worked any more hours um can we can we can we work something out and and they were a bit funny in the end i just said look if you just give me my work laptop i'm out of here i'm done and and they did kindly and the reason i wanted my work laptop is because you know, i I'd, I'd met a few people um in australia who were living some sort of lifestyle that i thought was quite appealing in the fact that they ran their own businesses um they could come and go as they wanted, which is exactly what I couldn't do at that moment in time. So um, that was really what got me sort of on the path to want to work for myself. At that time, I didn't really know too much about affiliate marketing. I knew it because obviously I was involved in, I was doing SEO at the time um, for for the um, advertising agency. So, um, yeah, I just thought, listen, um, I've not been around for a little while, uh, at that time, I'd moved back in my mum's because obviously I wanted to go off to Australia, so I gave up my flat. So I didn't have any uh, major sort of commitments financially in terms of a mortgage or rent or anything. So I thought, do you know what? If there's ever an opportunity to do something in life, it's now. I was uh, late twenties at the time, so it's like this is the sort of last chance we of opportunity where you're not going to have a mortgage. You, you know, you, you haven't got a wife at the moment. There's no kids, all the rest of it. So yeah, I just sort of sat down with myself an internet connection, a laptop, and thought, let's see what we can do. Um, and that was really the start of my journey. Um, and really, you know, one one thing that I, I would say at this point, because I do get asked it an awful lot, um, you know, how how, do, how does that work? How do you, where do you come up with the ideas? How do you know what to do? And And really, I say to everybody, no matter what you want to do, whether it's online, offline, whether you know what you want to do yet or you don't, the one thing that will help you succeed is determination. Don't give up. Never, ever, ever give up. If you really want something, you can do it. So, I mean, it was really just a case of then, like I say, using the tools to my what I had. I had a brain, I had an internet connection, I had a laptop, and and really from there, seeing seeing what I could do. And of course, yeah, not everything works. <laughs> but that's that's basically how I got into the concept or idea of wanting to be my own boss, if you want, or just have the flexibility in life to to be able to make your own decisions. And listen. I, I didn't I didn't suddenly think, oh, there's loads of money out there to be made. I need to be doing this because I want to be rich. Literally, all I said to myself at the beginning was, if I can earn the same as what I was earning in my employed job, but I have the freedom, I'm, I'm twice as rich because I can do what I want when I want and, and I control all of that. And so as long as I can earn the same money, then for me, that's good enough. And that was my initial target. So it was literally, I want my time and I want my money. Um, Basically, yeah. I, I, this, the flexibility was the was the big thing for me. I think being told you can't do this and all your friends are doing it, it was really frustrating for me at the time.
0: I think mo- most entrepreneurs are the same, and most entrepreneurs say that same thing. It's literally, if, if stay busy. If 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 you if you've got nothing to, if you don't, if you're not doing anything, do something. Even if it's not something yeah. that's just keep moving, keep moving, just keep yeah. trying, just keep going for it. Um, so yeah. before we talk about your successes. Let's let's just go back and and, and and have you ever had any big failures like things where you thought this is going to be amazing, it's going to change the world. I absolutely love it, and then all of a sudden it's like shit. I was wrong. You get any any um, any memories of like things
1: like a wall well, like a car crash? I, I, I suppose um, there there were there were times when because I started off doing um, affiliate websites, um, there was definitely some moments where I thought I'd hit the jackpot because you do things like um, you'd wake up one morning and see that you did $12,000 overnight. And, you know, when you're sort of starting out, you think, wow, this is, you know, you start thinking, if I did that every night, (laughs) but of course that $12,000 was an anomaly and I didn't do it again. So I think that there's moments where you can kid yourself into thinking that you've achieved something and perhaps stand still a little bit or take your eye off the ball and realise that actually it's not quite like that. You've got to really... Set yourself up in a situation where um it's a little bit more foolproof than that. I think I was just a little bit naive. I just felt that because I had a website in Google that was getting traffic that was always going to be there, and of course one little Google change and everything everything changes, and suddenly all these all these people that were landing on your site are no longer there because you're just not getting the same listings as you were so I think um yeah I think the the what that taught me is never. I know we say don't assume anything in life, but don't ever sort of feel comfortable in what you're doing. You know, the internet can be quite a volatile place. Um, it's still quite young. There's new bits of legislation coming in all the time. You know, Facebook make a change, Google make a change, uh, Gu- um, paid ads so they make a change on that as well. You know, so so many things that can change and impact um, online assets. So I think that what that taught me was never feel comfortable. Of course, what is brilliant with online, you can set things up to have Lots of automation, lots of things ha- things happening when you don't need to be there. But just make sure that you are monitoring that. Um, that's one thing that I definitely did did learn. I think pro- possibly um, if if I was to, I mean, you say the biggest sort of failure or whatever. I would say I, I think I worked out one month through being not lazy, but through taking my eye off the ball. I think one month I probably lost out on around about forty to fifty thousand um, dollars through not checking an email properly or not doing something that I could have done or promoting the wrong or whatever. Just I remember one month I made a lot of for what seemed to be bad decisions that seemed to cost me quite a bit. So I think it's, it's more just a, a question of making sure that you're always aware of what's going on rather than just assuming that everything's working. It's, it's nice to have things set up on autopilot, but don't make assumptions that it's all, all there and working well.
0: That it's always going to last forever, yeah, because, yeah, you do, you do hear a lot of, of, of horror stories where people have gone from making millions, uh, but when you make millions, you spend it. So it's kind of like uh, they're making millions, but you take your eye off the ball and all of a sudden you're looking at um, 100 grand down, 200 grand down, 300 grand, and you're like thinking shit. And, and at that point, I feel desperation takes over from from, 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 from like in, so, so you, when you feel like you're on top of the world and every decision you make is going, right. It's like, I can do this. I can do anything. I can target everything. And then all of a sudden one decision goes wrong and it's like, Ooh, and if it affects you in a financial way where you're like, Oh, then you start panicking and you start, and then you start yeah. making even worse decisions and pushing forward. So that level headedness, that's probably yeah. one, of, one of the most difficult things for an actual entrepreneur to, 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 to learn, to, to, to figure out and to start actually being able to, switch on and off because it's easy to panic
1: (laughs) and actually that's something that i've built in a lot i've done a lot of training over the last few years and that's something that i've sort of built into my training is not even i say to people this is what you've got to do just the way i would lay things out is such a way that people are going to be more in control of what they're doing without even realizing they're doing it so i think it's something that's always stuck with me but like you say what What tends to happen in this you you have a little bit of success and obviously you can afford more things, and it's all very well and good and nice, but you know we live within our means, we all do it um so if suddenly you get you get into a situation where you know it's comfortable you're not you haven't got particular worries or whatever, and then all of a sudden one or two things go wrong, it's like, well, hold on a minute, um belts and braces time what what don't I need <laughs> what don't I need right now so I think that the the fact that you know it can be volatile and be a little bit up and down sometimes it's not always consistent is something that you know, I I sort of wish I had understood a bit earlier.
0: (laughs) Well, you're doing all right. You're one of the most successful.
1: um, I'm I'm still talking about my early days, really, in terms of finding my way to to do things. And you sort of think I've made it and I've got some, and then it sort of disappears a bit. And it's like, I think I'm running before I can walk. Obviously, you get to a point where you, you have a bit more experience in what you're doing. Um, I'm never going to outspend <laughs> what I earn anymore that's just not going to be something that happens in my life so um yeah I think it's all part of the journey so if if
0: if we if we stay back back a little bit in your in your life and obviously you're moving on forward what what was the first time, what was your first big break you know you know the the big break that said the where way you, where you realized that I'm never going to work for somebody ever again you know at that point in life what what was your first really big break in this where where it kind of took off and you thought Wow, I've found something that actually makes a huge difference, and that I can actually—that's going to change my life.
1: Yeah, so I mean, I guess, I guess for me, um, like anybody, when we're starting out, I mean, like I mentioned, I was doing affiliate sites, I was doing, you know, eBay, I was doing Amazon, I was doing uh, ClickBank launches back in the, the, the days when they—you actually had a launch period so it would launch on a Monday and close on the Friday, and that—that that was your time to sort of follow it. Not like now, they're a little bit more evergreen. I know, they sort of have a lifespan anyway, but it was very much a launch few days or week. And so when I was doing those, I was building lots of websites. And you'd, you'd be in a situation where you'd, you'd promote something that had a launch, and you'd get a few commissions here and there. And that kind of proved to me that this thing worked. But then you'd go weeks and weeks without any money. And then you would get another little bit. So it wasn't enough to ever live on, you know, I had to find myself a part time job. But there was a time when I promoted um, what was a Forex training. Uh, it was like it's like a I can't think what it's called now but it was it was basically like a thing where they they trained you how to to trade forex basically. It wasn't like one of these one button solution things. It was proper um training on on how to trade and it was a high ticket product. I think it was it was it sold for about $1500 and um I put a website up and I didn't even put that much time in it cuz I thought you know this will just chance or aren't, aren't here. And at the end of the week I did something like $58,000. Wow. Um, so I was going from doing you know, a good day for me promoting a launch would be like, you know, $400 on launch day and, and a, maybe a $1,000 for the whole week. Uh, but this thing, I, it did something like $58,000. And I just remember that moment thinking, wow, is this real? Is this absolutely real? And then, of course, you're aware that there could be refunds and so you, you hold in there. But I think because it was a proper training product, there weren't any refunds. I didn't have one refund on that on that product. And when I got that check, because it was checked. I didn't do uh, wire transfers yeah. in, in, in at that time. I, I received a check. and Obviously, you don't receive it all. But when I received that check and went down and paid it into the bank, I honestly felt about 50 foot tall. And I think that moment was the moment I was like, I don't ever want to lose this feeling. And it wasn't the money. It was more the feeling of, I've actually been able to do this. It's something that I've actually done myself from beginning to end. I've just followed what other people are doing. And try to sort of replicate some of it and what i 've learned along the way, but actually not only does this work on some scale, this is a living if I can earn fit over fifty thousand dollars in one week, you know that, that at that time that one that one promo would have seen my whole year well you even, know in terms of what now, my were. yeah well uh, I mean yeah I mean, it, uh, yeah i mean it possibly
0: <laughs> no what I mean is uh, even now if if you look at people in the UK who are doing normal jobs, let's say your you average low end, but your average low end earners probably earning £30,000, which is about $35,000 a year. Yeah. And you're talking 2008, nine, 10, whenever that was. That was so, about
1: 2009, 10 Yeah.
0: Yeah. So that sort of money back then probably was probably your top 10 or, or your top 20% of earners in the UK make that a year. Yeah. What was your plan? What was your plan from that? I mean, obviously, you, you would have looked at that and you'd have thought, wow, I figured this out. I'm going to be a millionaire.
1: <laughs> what was next? Well, do you know, do you know um, my, my, my plan from there really? Um, because the one thing I will say about that is that obviously showed me something. Now, obviously, in those days, we had no chat GPT or AI. So um, building websites, getting ranked, a large portion of that was determined by content. So in order for me to be other people who are doing the same thing, I had to write more content. And I suppose that was something that was getting a bit um, jarring for me because I don't really like writing. Um, obviously, if you're able to generate several thousand dollars from doing it, then that's fine. But I guess it does also become a point where it's like, okay, so I know that I can do this financially, but do I want to be doing this all the time? So I need to I need to think bigger than this. And, and so what I actually did is... Um, I contacted everybody I could think of that I might be able to put myself in front of to say, is there anything we can do together? Um, The one thing that I've always done, because I I was doing e-commerce before I got into all of this, like even way before then. One thing I've always done and one thing I've always told myself is find a few things that you think do something well online, whether it be websites, whether it be people or whatever, follow them, um, get ideas from them and try and do things better than them. So don't just copy them, get ideas, but try and improve on those ideas. So um, I kind of found a a few top affiliates, top end affiliates, the the top 1% earners or whatever you want to call them. Um, And I I really just followed a number of them quite closely just to pick up on things. Um, I tried to look out for any sites they had, any promotions they did, the way they wrote, what they were doing, their processes. So I just wanted to sort of follow what people were doing. And I soon realized that actually a lot of what was going on is um, people are networking here. There's a lot of people, um, you know, you get a good, um, you get that promotion, you know, you perhaps get it before other people. So you you get to hit people before anyone else has seen it. And so I realized there's a lot of that going on. So I just literally put myself in front of people and said, look, do you want to work? Do you want to do some work together? (laughs) I don't know. I can bring something to the table, but look, this is my stats. This is what I've done. This is what I can do. Is there any way we can work together? And of course, most people haven't got the space or the time, but, I just started meeting people, and then you put heads together, and, and things develop from there.
0: So most of your successes, as obviously potentially, panned out through through relationships.
1: I'd say I'd say um, what what it gives you the ability to do is diversify um, what you're doing online. Um, I learned relatively quickly that I didn't want to put all my eggs in one basket um, because I did feel that online could be quite volatile, and there could be a legislation change or. You know, we've seen little things that that upset people um, or upset people's businesses. We've seen the the, the Facebook update of a few years ago um, that sort of um, made that a lot harder. Um, We've seen um, GDPR pop up in in Europe and that affected uh, what a lot of people were doing. So there's all these things that can have an impact on on your business. So I, I really wanted to just make sure I was spreading myself as wide as possible because there is that fear when you work for yourself and you're not employed by somebody else. What if, what if it all goes wrong? What, what do I do then? You know, I'm, I'm, I felt like I was getting towards a point where I'm probably unemployable um, just because of how I'm used to living over the last so many years. So yeah, I think, you know, the, the, that sort of kept my motivation going. So yeah, it was really just a question of, I need to find more things to, to do. I need to understand and get inside uh, the head of other people that are ahead of me. What are they doing? Um, and what, what else can I do? What, what's the next step for me? So it's really just exploring that. And um, you know, I made a few contacts, I met a few people. Um they don't all hang about, you know, some of them you just sort of um speak to for a little while and, and disappear off. But I I've met a sort of a number of people online um who have complementary skills to me, I suppose. And, you know, we've we've done a few things together over the years, um, one of which obviously culminating in in the, the chatbot product that you mentioned earlier. Um and so I'm I'm working with those guys still now. Um, I've been working with them on a number of things over the course of the last sort of ten, twelve, maybe even thirteen years now. So um yeah, those those relationships have worked pretty well.
0: I mean, I know your business partner, um and I've spoken to him a few times uh, and and whenever I speak to him, I feel stupid. Right? He is <laughs> very, very intelligent, isn't he? He's like he's he's like super smart. He doesn't say a lot, but everything he says yeah. and, and when you go away and you think about it later and it's like I probably I probably just look like an idiot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's,
1: he's, I know he's, that he's, 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 a he's one of those people that, like you say, he doesn't say a lot, but when he does, you yep. you, you definitely make sure you're listening. Um, yeah, super intelligent guy, lovely guy, very calm, um, and you know, real um, a real sort of um, inspiration, I suppose, in, in many ways. Um, and it's like I say, um, there's there's two or three guys I work with at the moment, and we do have complementary skills. And that's one thing that you know I quite like about it, because there's a lot of opportunity to learn new things still. Um, even though we've been working for such a, a long time together, the way that other people see things, um, the way that other people can do things, you know, is very different to how I do it. And that's something that I quite enjoy. Um, you know, picking picking someone's brains, understanding their way of thinking. So, um, yeah, it's worked. It's worked really well. But like you say, he's a very he's a very um a very intelligent lad. <laughs>
0: First time I met him, I met him in Spain, and 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 I kind of I remembered him from from Spain, and he, and he kind of introduced himself, told us what he was doing, what he was up to, and he, such a polite guy. Didn't say a lot, but, but everything he said made sense. In fact, I know quite yeah. a few people like that who just quietly sit in the background and they take everything in, um, which which yeah. is, is a great skill. Um, unfortunately, yeah. I talk too much and don't listen enough. Uh- <laughs>
1: <laughs> you and me, both. We're, we're the noisy ones. <laughs> yeah,
0: we're the guy at the front, like shouting, "Look at me." <laughs> yeah Um, yeah. so let's say let's say you were starting out now if you if you if you was just starting out now because because obviously a lot of people who are going to see this are new entrepreneurs people coming through people people that we don't even know exist yet and probably in a few years will be up there with the Brunsons and and various other names and you obviously relationships is one of the biggest um one of the biggest things to build in any business I mean my mum used to say it to me like twenty twenty-five years ago when I was a kid, it's who you know not what you know, and, and I was like, Shut yeah. up, you don't know anything. She was right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of course, yeah. If 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 you was if you was in a situation now where you were just starting out, obviously things have changed compared to how you would have met people back then. What what would you recommend people to do? How would you recommend people to actually meet these people and build relationships? Where would they go? What would they do?
1: I think um I mean it's it's a good it's a good question. I mean I think um if if I was starting again now in terms of what would I actually focus on, I'd probably still start with affiliate marketing. I still think that is a a good thing. Although what I have noticed over you know recent times, has been a real rise in sort of agency stuff. Um, a lot of SEO agencies, a lot of design agencies, um, and part of what we've been doing in in the chatbot space is actually um, working with a lot of agencies. Um, and actually, because um, in an example of chatbots. That's not something that everybody has got the ability to do. Uh, Still, people don't even know, like, where would I go and get a chatbot developed. So, working with agencies and being their kind of chatbot arm has been something that's been really good for us. So, I think, I think if I was starting again now, although I'd always have an eye on affiliate marketing because I think you know that's something that's not going to go away anytime soon. It's a it's a growing market. I do think there's more and more opportunity um, as there has been over the last few years, as things are developing um to to be a kind of either have your own little agency or be somebody who can help agencies with with certain things we've seen it a lot with seo that's been something with that people have been doing seo agencies for a long time but i think with this now things being a lot of ai chatbot related i think there's a real opportunity there in a market that is really yet to properly um bang if you like and i remember when i when i was doing for example when i was doing seo for the um ad agency people didn't care about seo it was all about banner ads it was about all about what was the return on investment roi, ROI and you couldn't measure it with seo it was just a thing where you just sort to of spend money and you don't really know what you're getting from it. It's people like, oh no, i can't can't possibly do that now seo is probably as popular as doing certain media buying um so you know that that meant a lot of SEO agencies sort of came out the woodwork, or or people finding good ways to drive traffic. I know that a lot of people have been doing video. Videos became very popular a few years ago, and therefore people are like, well, I can get you to the top of YouTube. I can get your videos ranking here, there, and everywhere. And that was a really good thing to do. And I think the chatbot space, because AI is is currently so in. You know, we w- we've all been switched on to ChatGPT over the last few months, or however long. And and the talk of AI has been around for the last few years. So I think. Chatbots are something that people are really starting to understand more what the benefits are. Because I think I think people before were just like, why would anybody want to talk to a what is effectively a bot on my website? What's the point in that? I don't really understand the benefits and, and how they can work and what benefits they can bring. And it's not just about having this flashy thing there. It's about driving conversions. It's about helping with engagement. It's about helping with customer service. Um, I actually focus more on the conversion side of things because that's really what my history is in. Um, but of course, on the sort of customer service support kind of side, you know, chatbots are so heavily used there as well. So, yeah, I think getting involved in that would probably be something that that I would do now um, alongside an, an affiliate thing. I'd always have an affiliate thing going because I guess for me, it, it's so entrenched in my brain now. But I think there's so much opportunity to help small to medium sized businesses Use tools and services that they don't know they have that are in reach for them because they a lot of people might think oh, I need ten thousand to do that or I need twenty thousand to do that and they simply can't afford it whereas actually there's lots of solutions out there for small to medium sized businesses that um, these small little agencies one man two man agencies that are popping up all over the place can help so I think that's definitely something that I would I would look to be doing now.
0: So you'd be targeting smaller local local style businesses that are looking for more of professional online presence, which obviously everybody needs. Now that's kind of where my bread and butter lies. Is most of my clients um, are, are run agencies and they do local, and and what what yeah. we've figured out to do because obviously SEO is a, is a very difficult sell. Even even now, it's like okay, yeah. is this guy full of shit or can he actually do what he says he's going to do? And he's promising me he's going to do this, but it's going to take three to six months. Yeah, um, whereas you get the scammers that go in and say oh, you'll be there in two weeks, <laughs> and yeah. it, it doesn't really happen. So, so yeah. what what a lot of my guys have realized now is that what what they do instead of um, instead of actually trying to sell an SEO service, they build the asset, and they wait till it's they get it to the point where it's already generating an income. It's already generating traffic and leads and stuff like that. And then they will either say, do you want to buy the leads? Or do you want to rent the asset? Or yeah. um, do you want to buy the asset? Like, okay, it's doing this many leads a month. That's worth X to you. You can have it for 25, 30K or whatever, whatever the deal is. And it means that they're actually working. They're doing the SEO work off their own backs, entrepreneur style. Yeah. And then over over a period of time, that work will, will pay long-term. And I think that, that's one of the things I love about SEO um, over, over most other things is you do it once yeah, yeah. and that site will pay you for years and years and years and years to come. So yeah. it's, it's like you continuously building um, income generating assets over like some of the affiliate stuff we've done. I mean, I mean, we've had affiliate marketing promos where we've done 100 grand in a day and it's like, wow, if we could do that every single day, <laughs> we could stop everything. <laughs> up. But that, like you said before, they're few and far between and then yeah. you do $100,000 a day And then all of a sudden, it's like everything else is depressing. (laughs) If it's not got six,
1: if if it's not got uh, six numbers. The motivation becomes harder then. It's like, I've got to do that same work for 20% of the money or 10% of the money. I'm not, I'm not sure if I could do that now. Um, But you know, I mean, exactly what what you say is absolutely right. I mean, if it's, if it's SEO assets of getting little mini sites ranked in SEO, if it's getting videos ranked in YouTube that you then sell the video to somebody or whatever, there are a lot of the kind of. Small agencies that I've been working with, um, with the chatbot kind of stuff, because it's like, well, okay, you're able to find traffic for people. What about helping them convert once that traffic's on their site? See the process through. Don't just send a whole lot of traffic to them. Help them convert it as well. And that's where that's where bots can come in and really um, help that process. If you're rather than just offering traffic that we don't know what's happening to it, offer them a complete service. And And I think that's where you can then increase your revenue that you're getting. Because you're obviously offering more than just one service some people might take the bot some people might just take the the, the SEO asset or whatever it is so I think there's there, there's lots to offer a complete sort of almost a 360 degree um, service to companies of um you know starting with the traffic and finishing with the with the whatever it is lead booking sale whatever it is you're looking to get out of it and really helping helping uh, the 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 traffic on the journey to um, what like I say however it is the website wants them to convert so, so yeah lot, lots of opportunity in that space because i think also um you know you mentioned um sort of small to media businesses local businesses i think there's an awful lot of small online businesses that aren't necessarily local they don't have a bricks and mortar business they are you know a couple of guys or, or a couple of girls who want to set up a business it could be you know anything it could be a pilates business it could be some kind of online guitar tutorial or something lots of these small type businesses of people trying to get stuff out there um and and training content and sell it um they're the kind of people that i've been working with quite a lot um and yeah they really feel the value of it because they don't have the big budgets um and obviously it's nice i quite enjoy working with people like that rather than sort of companies that don't really have um the personal touch if you will
0: so so uh, when I was out on the road, so, so so you know, obviously I was a locksmith and, and, and everything came from from that, that kind of thing. I yeah. kind of built a huge company and then and then give it away and, and I've done all this other stuff now. And we're massively into lead generation. But one of the things that, that used to drive me insane is when I was out on the road myself, right? And you just mentioned it then at Pilates and you mentioned guitar tutors and I'm assuming these have the exact same problem. So for for example, I was a locksmith and, and, and I was on every single job I'd do it myself. So some days I'd get up um, at two o'clock in the morning because a job had come in and then another one had come, another one had come and I ended up being out 15, 16, 17 hours working solid. But the problem was, is answering the calls, dealing with customers, driving along the flipping road, nearly crashing, still half asleep, um, trying to write down addresses on, on your on your forearm or on your steering wheel or wherever you could whilst you were driving along because it's like, right, I've got to do that job after this one and the organization. So so, so, so a business like that, like like what I was, a chatbot, I'm assuming, I don't understand chatbots properly, and this is why I'm asking the question, but I'm assuming a chatbot like that, how would you say a business could use a chatbot to to cure that problem for for themselves with, with regards to obviously booking the clients in, you gener- kind of doing that, that secretarial work that as a one-man band, like a guitar teacher probably makes 25, 30 quid an hour, $30 an hour, whatever it is, they probably yeah. can't afford to have somebody sat on on, on on a thingy answering the calls and booking the jobs in and doing
1: the rest of it. So how would you use a chatbot for that? So, I mean, I, I think there's, there's there's lots of different ways that you could use a chatbot for that. I mean, in, in the case that you're given, if, if it requires appointments, well, a chatbot can basically go through all of that with, with whoever's trying to book it. So it can sit on your website. If somebody wants to actively book an appointment now, they can do it all with the bot. So the bot can basically see your calendar, so if you had a, a digital calendar, say a Google calendar, um, and you had, you know, even your private dates in you know, there, I can't do that because I've got to go and see my mum for lunch or whatever, it would know they're booked out, and it would know what slots are available that you've made available, and it can offer them to somebody who's on your website, they can book it in, the bot can then ask whatever questions you want, whatever information you want from them, name, phone number, address, you're obviously going to know the time through the booking, and, and you, you've left that open, so you know that's possible. So Ultimately, the, the bot can collect all of that on your behalf. Um, can send them to somewhere to pay to, to confirm before the booking is confirmed. Um, so the whole process can be managed online. Um, you then would literally, like, let's just say, for example, you were um, out on the road at eleven o'clock doing a, a lesson, and you know you knew that you weren't fully booked today, but somebody's actually just come onto your website while you were midway through a lesson, actually teaching someone, and they've automatic automatically booked through your bot. Then you know, you can receive an email letting you know that's happened straight away. So you'd be like, oh, okay, now, you know, at two o'clock, I've got another one. And all the details are here, so I can just go straight there. It's confirmed that, they, you know, they've all paid. So in, in that scenario, it can really do what you want it to do um, in terms of collect information. Now, if you want that information to be sent to a CRM system, it can do. If you just want to receive it by email, you can, you can receive it by email. Um, if you want to send, say, the email address that they put into your autoresponder because you want to update them with, you know, new things that you're doing, new music or whatever, and you want just the newsletter that's going out, then then that can all happen completely automatically. So in that scenario, what you're really looking for is a booking, a paid booking, so the bot can manage that. And in some cases, you might just want leads, because you might want to qualify people before you decide whether or not you want you actually want to manage them. Um, so it does depend a little bit how you're you wanting to use it. But, but for sure, um, in terms of your problem of driving around the van and not knowing where to write an address or whatever, that would all just come through to you. You'd have a diary appointment in there, you'd have on email, it laid out how you want it to be. So you can, you know, name, address, phone number, and you can just ring them and say, oh, I understand you You want me to come around for a for lesson at two o'clock, just wanted to check that everything's fine, see you at two. So yeah, it's down to each individual, how they manage it, but obviously the bot can, can, can automate most of the processes for you. So for example,
0: I could have, like, because I've, I've, I've kind of always, I've never really got into chatbots that much. And I think it's, it's like most of society is kind of, I don't understand them um, to, Mm -hmm. to, to to a level. And I'm doing that much that it's kind of, do I want to learn another thing? But what you just said to me then, so, so for example, I I could have a, because a lot of my clients, they don't want to pick up the phone, right? They hate the idea of picking up the phone, right? And I don't know why, because it's it's just a person and and they forgot about you 30 seconds later, but they don't want to pick up the phone. But what, what, so so they could have like a button that says, like, let's use the locksmith example because I know locksmithing pretty well and, and that's an emergency service. So yeah. if they, they could click a button that says book an appointment now and then all of a sudden it could pop up and say, right, boom, next available times is this, this, this or this, which one do you want? And then it's like, yeah. they just click go and then they could say, right, uh, full address, bang, stick that in, contact yeah. information, stick that in, uh, pay like a £30 booking fee and go. Yeah, And then they're booked in and they're done. Yeah. And you, and you, 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 you And that can work with your
1: chatbot right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, effectively, yeah. I mean, th- there's lots of examples like that. I mean, it, it depends. How, like I say, some people like to get the booking and then ring up to do the payment so they can have a quick chat with someone yeah. as well. But in, in your scenario where, where it's locksmith, I mean, I guess as well that you might have a few late at night that are inconvenient ones where someone's locked out at two o'clock in the morning or something. And you might not want to pick the phone up. You might just want to, I'm waiting until I've gotten the money and then I'm getting out of bed and going. So, um, yeah, I mean, another, another example just to, to sort of, it's sort of a similar thing. I used to be um, an estate agent um, many, many years ago, many, many years ago, and um, part time was part time as well. I was trying to get this off the ground. And um, one thing that that was a really annoying part of the job is for some reason, people love looking for houses between 10 o'clock at night and four in the morning. I don't know <laughs> why they're all over right moving these places. And I think half the time they're drunk.
0: And the drunk, yeah, I did that. Yeah. I, think
1: I, was, I well, found that miles really when I was drunk. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there you go. They press the button saying, "I want to know more about this property." And what that will do is the the estate agent will get an email then, and it'll be like, "This person's interested in this," but you don't really know anything else. Like how much? What's their budget? You know, what? How many rooms do they need? What, what's their actual requirements? So what you'd have to do is then you'd ring them up in the morning and and. Say, okay, well, you're about this property. Let me just have a little bit more of a chat. So you're you're taking time up having to ring people. Now, you might have 20 of these overnight. And so somebody's got to sit and ring everybody and try and get all the information out of them. Now, rather than just showing the property details on a website, if you have a bot there as well saying, click here to find out more information about this property or whatever, the bot then can actually ask all of these questions for you. So rather than receiving an email just saying, somebody who can't even spell their name because they're drunk and they sort of want this property but haven't got any more information. The the bot actually asks them all of the questions you want answered. They they fill it all in or just push buttons and then they send it straight to your CRM. So rather than having 20 people that you've got to try and work out what they've written and what properties they're interested in, what else might they want, how much do they want, let's ring them and find out. You go in in the morning and they're all on your system waiting for you. And it tells you what property they were they were interested in initially. So you can look at it all. You can ring them up and just have a conversation or not, not ring them up at all and just send them an email um, and say, do you want to see this at such and such time? So it's just there's lots of different ways that it can help you manage data. There's lots of different ways that it can help you um, understand more or get all of the information you want rather than getting little bit bitty bits. Like when someone fills out a form, um, they never put everything in that you want them to put in um so yeah it's really good at gathering data qualifying people um that is one that is one of the real um we all know that on on the affiliate side of things but anyway if anybody who manages leads you want qualified leads you want to know as much about that lead as possible not just know that they like the color red you want you want to know you know everything about them uh, or as much as possible depending on obviously what the lead's for so the, the fact that you can let me give you an example like again on the affiliate side we're all used to landing pages right affiliates use them lawyers use them financial insurance companies use them for lead generation landing pages have always been the norm online right the problem is generally what what people want to do is collect a name and an email right if you put any more fields on your form your conversion rate is dropping because people can't be bothered. They see this long form and they, I've got 10 questions to fill out. I can't be bothered to do that. Well, with a bot, it's not like that because you can't see all the questions. It's a conversation effectively. So the bot's saying, oh, um, you know, do you want more information on this? And rather than just saying, can I have your name? Can I have your email address? It can ask you more about the the, the particular topic. Obviously on the affiliate side, um, let's say it was, um, I don't know, um, uh, a, a make money... um product that you were or or landing page you can ask more about you know what you're interested in making money is there a specific thing you're looking to do rather than assuming that everybody wants to do one thing you can actually have a conversation with them so when you've got that lead data you can you can collect tags and if you're sending that information to your autoresponder for example there can be tags about everything they've clicked you know this is how much money they've got to invest this is what they want to do this is what they've done in the past this is what they don't want to do so you can actually have a a bit more of an understanding about each of your leads and the journey they've been on, or, or perhaps what the, the suitable journey for them going forward is, rather than just having a name and an email, which is not really personal. How do I help this person? What happens if somebody presses the button and says, "I definitely don't want to do affiliate marketing"? Well, you know, not to send them anything about affiliate marketing. Whereas, if you don't ask that question, everybody's the same, right? They're they're just email addresses, rather than actually having personal characteristics, which is what we all are, right? We're all individuals, so. Trying to actually understand more about people and and knowing how to help them really means you can be you can work a lot smarter with the leads that you do have. I think you can have a much more powerful email list or or contact database. Do, Do you know do
0: you know what an epiphany is? (laughs) <laughs> yeah well I, I, yeah. I, I, i've like i'm sat here now and I'm, I'm like holy shit right i didn't realize this 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 could work the way it does i'm so glad we've got on here today right so so i, I so i've got tons of t- tons of, of different little uh lead generation businesses doing all sorts of different crazy things um yeah. but i gave one to my brother my youngest brother um and it does i don't know probably about 1200 calls a month right so he's got about 1200 calls a month going through right and what he does is he answers every single call himself so so he's not when it comes to organization and 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 actually doing things right he's he's not the best at it right so he tries to answer most of these calls himself and he's got various people who answer the calls on a few days a week for him right but his yeah. business model right so check this out and think about this for your your bot because i think this is fucking huge right so Basically, every time a call comes in, he'll answer the call and he'll be like, right, full address and postcode, credit or debit card to secure your appointment, right? That's what he'll say to them. So I want a full address and postcode and a credit or a debit card to secure your appointment. Is that okay, right? Then what he'll do is that if they say yes, he'll go through, he'll ask all the questions he needs to ask. And then at the end, he'll say to them, right, um, he'll either, in most cases, he no longer takes card details over the phone. What he started doing is instead he's right, give me your mobile number and I'll send you a link, right? Make a payment on that link, once that link's been paid, um, we'll we'll we, we get you booked in, and he usually books them two days in advance. So what I'm thinking, right? Because because so what he'll do is he'll say full address, postal credit debit card to secure your appointment. Let's say it takes a sixty quid booking fee, right? But he'll also quote them say sixty pound an hour plus parts, right? So it's like sixty pounds to book your appointment, then it's sixty pound an hour when when the contractor's on 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 site plus whatever the cost of the uh, parts are, and 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 then. Sure he gives the job away. So he doesn't even he doesn't even do these jobs. Basically, he'll, if he's not got someone in the area, he'll phone up a contractor and he'll say, right, so he'll turn around and he'll just say, look, I've got a job here, £60 an hour plus parts. Do you want it? Right. And if they say, yes, it's like, cool, get joined onto my system so you can see, which we use a system called Lead Simplify to track them all where they are and all the rest of it. And yeah. then he'll literally send them the job completely free of charge. They'll go off, they'll do the job. And he has these guys begging him for work. And what I'm thinking is, Right. Rather than him having to answer the phone twelve hundred times a month, then let's say out of those twelve hundred, he might only get, let's say, four hundred customers, right? Yeah. He could literally have a thing that says, book the next available appointment. So he clicks it. It always books 48 hours in front. Okay. And it basically explains to them on the thing. So it's going to cost you £50 to book the appointment to secure that spot. Then it's going to cost you, say £60 an hour plus the parts whilst they're on the on on the job type of thing. Yeah. They yeah. come in the bucket for two days in advance. The only thing he then needs to do is phone the contractors and give the jobs away. And he can actually have the bot sending the link. So, they could, so he could say he could say in the bot, give us your mobile number and we'll text you a link so you can pay the deposit. And then your appointment is secure and somebody will contact you shortly. So he can then phone around when, when these jobs come in and just say, do you want this job? Yeah, right. Phone this person down and give give tell them you can make it on this day, at this time, on this day. And that would... I think would completely automate his business and also put him in a position where he could start to rescale. Cause when I gave him that business, it was probably five times the size it is now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but When you give someone a business and they did they, they, they yeah, yeah. not, they, do you know what I mean? It kind of, and, and I'm just thinking, wow. And I'm, I'm thinking for my little
1: brother's business and I've got tons of little companies that do very, very similar. Well, I'll tell you, I mean, if you, if you want to take that a, a step further, I mean, there there are other things that you can do from the bot. Like, you can have a bot manage it and qualify people. So another way that you can qualify people in the bot is between people who are hot and people who are not. So people who I might want to speak to and people who I don't want to speak to. So you can have a click to call in, 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 the, in the bot. So you just press a button and it rings you um, without obviously needing to display a phone number or whatever. But also we have a feature called human handover. Now I'm not quite sure if this would work exactly for what your brother's doing, but but similar things along those lines. And what that is 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 people obviously go into a bot conversation. The bot can qualify people, and depending on how they answer, you can determine if they get to this point in the bot, it means they're pretty hot. They they've got their credit card in hand. They want they want to tell somebody the details. Obviously, they can process it inside. But if you needed them to speak to somebody at whatever reason, it might not be to do with payment, do something else. Then the bot can actually hand over to a real person, so you can take over the bot conversation. Uh, if it needs more of a personal touch um yes. or there's there's maybe there's there's more subtleties about it it's not quite sort of cut and dry so you can you can set a offer in such a way that if they get to a certain point it gets handed over and obviously they're they're aware that they're being handed over and then you can manage it from there either through you know a team of people or yourself or however you want to deal with it so that that's kind of in certain businesses like that where you might need more of a personal touch to help close that's another thing you can do obviously anybody who um isn't necessarily seen as hot to trot can stay within the bot conversation maybe the bot gathers their leads and, and you manage them in perhaps a slightly different way um, but that's another feature that we do where, that a lot of small to medium businesses ha- have huge um benefit from um, we're also we're, we're working at the moment to have that the feature at the moment is web-based um, but we're looking to, to have that convert to mobile as well so if you're a one-man band and you're out having lunch in a, or whatever, having a coffee shop or walking around the shops or something on a, on a Thursday afternoon, you'd get pinged on your phone. You can just stand to the side of the road and, and you know, your business is fully, um, yeah, wherever you are, it can be managed, you know. So that's another feature that I think for a lot of small to medium businesses who maybe, you know, some things, maybe Pilates, for example, is, is an example of where people might have questions before they want to commit to a lesson, i.e., I've been in a car accident or I've had... I've got a bad back or whatever. I've been advised that I need to do yoga or Pilates. But before I book it, I want to be sure that I'm okay because it's, you know, maybe not exactly a medical thing, but it's a health thing about my body and I want to be sure. So they might want some questions. So there are scenarios where you want it completely automated, but also some where you might want to add that human touch as well.
0: Yeah, I I think... I would I would try and automate it, get the payment first, and then, especially on the smaller ones like Pilates and things like that, where you're probably only going to get a 20 quid or something silly like that. And then what I would probably do is say, don't worry, because if, if you decide not to go ahead with this, you get a full refund. Because a lot of the time we say it's a uh, booking fee and it's it's non-refundable because you, you're securing that time slot with us and it costs us money if we don't do it, so we're going to secure that time slot. But I'm, I'm thinking, if if this works how I think it does, I've got a lot of customers um, who who hate picking up the phone, who, who don't want to yeah. do it because they don't want to pick up the phone. And if I had a solution that I could k- kind of give to them based off the back of, of of what we've just discussed today, if I could figure out, i mean, assuming you guys do agency accounts and all that, don't you?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we, we do. We've got um, lots of agency users. Um, so yeah, lots of people out there helping people with bots, uh, which is lovely. <laughs> Spread the word. Um, but yeah, language. and I'm sure there's, there's, there's something that can be done there. I mean, you—it's you, worth just playing around. I think it's one of these things um, that it seems like a bit of a, especially with the word bot, sounds very technical and yeah. blah 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 blah. But actually, um, when you actually sit down, um, you can you can make a, a, a decent lead generation bot in about 15 minutes. It's it's not it's not that labour intensive. Um, obviously, if you want to convert your, your FAQs page into a conversational bot then there's a lot more content to play around with there. But in terms of, you know, the other thing to remember with bots is it, it's not like they have to be really long. You know, people often think of like long sales pages and and and, and video sales letters and whatever, and, that, and they can go on for a while. With, with bots, it's not, really, it's not really the same thing. And, and I guess half the time you're not selling. But remember that a typical bot might be a widget in the bottom corner of a website, much like a live yep. chat service. If you're using them on a website in that way, People mm-hmm. see that as, as something that's going to help me find what I need or help me get to a solution, which means I'm going to get in there and I'm going to get out and I'm going to be off this site quicker than I would be if I didn't use it. So, we don't always want to um, keep people engaged in a long like, conversation. It, a lot of it is just snappy, concise messaging to the point, help them as quickly as we can, um, achieve whatever it is we want to achieve, get them in and get them out. So, these things don't take very long to build. So, in, in terms of from an agency point of view, like putting bots together for, for other people, it really is not that labor intensive. And so you, in your scenario, trying to find um, ways that you can use this kind of um, technology for some of your existing setups, it would just be a question of sitting down and playing with it and understanding more about what your boundaries are, what your capabilities are, and, and working a way to make it work for you. And it really doesn't take very long.
0: No, I I. I... Yes, I absolutely love this idea. Um, I think I think it would be good if, if 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 me and David knock heads on this and try and get you onto a webinar for our audience. A lot of people are just gonna be are gonna be sat here screaming at this saying, just tell us the fucking name of his product. So <laughs> if those don't want to wait for a webinar, just let people know what the name of your product is now because I was just imagining them sat there thinking, Just tell us the name, I need it.
1: <laughs> so what's yeah, the name, the name is, of the product? The name is Convertobot. Um, purely because we, we primarily focus on the conversions. Uh, we like to uh, use bots to convert. So like lead generation, massive, huge, um, sales. If you want some kind of sale at the end of it, uh, you want a booking. We've talked about bookings on here. You know, they're the kind of things that we're, that we really focus on. Um, so, you know, they're things that we, you want to take people through a certain process, um, and get them to take whatever action it is that you want them to take. That's really how we focus on what we're doing. So, yeah, the name is ConverterBot. Um, we we primarily, see, where we're a little bit different to a lot of um, bots out there is that we primarily focus on website bots. Um, and what that means is, um, you know, typically, like you've heard of many chat, Facebook Messenger bots and, and WhatsApp yeah. bots and all that yeah. kind of stuff. We do those. We have the um, platform to do those. But our primary focus has always been on website bots because we're not bound by anybody else's platform um obviously we're bound by the the legislation of being online and 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 the the various regions have different legislation covering different things so obviously we have to pay attention to all of that but in terms of freedom to do what we want we can add our own features and you know we can use these on a website we can use them instead of landing pages on their own so just like a page that sits on its own domain or or url uh known as bot landers or, or conversational landing pages um, yeah, there's lots of different ways that we can use them, but yeah, we primarily focus on conversion. So yeah, anybody who's got, um, who, who runs an agency and has customers or clients that, that have websites that want to help get that lead or that sale or that booking or, or whatever it might be. Yeah. These are fantastic for that.
0: If you could ask Erfan to send me a message on Skype with the actual link, the link to what your product is just, I'll stick it at the bottom of this video. Cause this video will also go into our YouTube channel and onto tiktok or somewhere i believe i don't know where the girls put them all nowadays but we we will think it. so have you got any examples of like achievements where where let's say let's say and, and, and i know i promised you an hour and i could talk to you forever about this because i'm getting excited now i'm thinking about all these crazy things but I mean, I mean i mean people like to hear about about um people who've actually used stuff like this where they've had achievements or where they've been successful or where they've been struggling in the past have you got any like don't mention it to particular customers, but maybe particular industries where people have had really good success and achievements with using
1: uh Bot. for sure well, I mean certainly I-, I touched on it earlier the real estate market is um has huge success with bots it it really has been an early adopter of of bots and there's lots of companies out there that use bots um in real estate and they work really really well um there- there's there's so many examples um Obviously, affiliates use them massively well. Um, any insurance companies, lawyers, um, they all, they, they've all been using these bot landing pages now for, for quite a while. Um, so, yeah, they have huge success with them. Um, on sort of um, perhaps uh, the side of small to medium businesses, I mean, there's not really a website that couldn't benefit from a bot in some way. So in terms of um, if you show me a website, I'll show you how they can benefit from using a bot. So really, the, the scope is huge. How you can use them is quite diverse, um, whether it just be for engagement, whether it be for conversions. You know, there, there's so many sort of flexibility and possibilities in terms of what you can do. Um, you know, we we use bots to register people for webinars. We use bots to do all sorts of things. So, yeah, there's really huge scope. Um, I mean, literally, I mean, the, the fact that, um, I don't know, um yeah, there's so many people out there using them. I mean, I can, I can. Do you want me to bring up some examples, or do you just want me to talk through? No, a few? Just, 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 just give us some. It's, 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 it's cool. I just, just like, like, so, so, like
0: you said in, 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 the real estate industry. I know a lot of my guys love. Everybody loves real estate. It's Either digital real estate or real estate, um, in, in, in my community. But so, so in the real estate market, just give us an example of how somebody might actually use it to increase conversions with in,
1: in within the real estate market. So, I mean, I think there's, there's two. So real estate really have two main things that they require, okay? Any real estate agent requires stock, i.e. properties. Yep. So there's obviously one, one part of that is we need to be taking properties on all the time. Yep. So normally you'd have to, um, you know, if somebody wants to put their property on the market, you would have to go around there and value it and that speak to them and all that kind of stuff. And that needs booking in. So one thing is I mentioned about the fact that you can have a bot on there to take details from applicants i.e. people who are looking for properties. You can get all the information from them, completely automate the process. No one has to touch it. It can go straight through to your CRM. So it's there ready. When, you, when someone's ready to do a ring round, they're going to be included auto- automatically. So you haven't got to do any physical work there. But from the, from the seller's point of view, you can book in these valuations automatically in, in the same way that you would. So ultimately you can have a diary for um, valuations where you want your guys to go out and value properties and you want that to be full. So ultimately, you can completely automate that process. You you can have valuations just coming into the diary on complete autopilot. Um, You know, how you go out and get those people, it could just be that you have a bot on your website, or you could be thinking outside the box and you could be, you know, having different pages and different ways of getting people from different sites coming through to yours. So you can obviously, that's the other good thing about a bot. It's a little asset that you can sit in various places around the internet. It doesn't only have to be on your website. You know, you can get it on to, you know social media platforms. Um, so if you've got a strong social media presence, you can you can somehow get a link to your bot there so that people can funnel through. So I think there's there's lots of ways that that you might um, use that. I mean, I even know of, of companies who use bots to manage HR. You know, wow. so you know they, they, when you get to a certain size, obviously, even stuff just like holiday requests, it gets done through a bot, and it all just comes up on someone's machine. Not these forms going around the office. And this person, that person, it's like, actually, when you're doing the holiday request now, rather than somebody giving me, I want the 25th of March off, and somebody's already booked it off, and I've got to go and have that conversation with them. Now, it's they come into the bot, they check the calendar, and it's not there anymore, because someone's already done it. So I'm going to have that awkward conversation. People don't get upset about it, because well, I didn't get there early enough. It's there on the machine. Yeah. So I think there's lots of different ways that people, this is when I say, it's not just about conversions, in, in terms of how you can help businesses with systems internally. All of these kind of things can help them make a massive difference. I mean, people, rather than ringing in sick now, there's bots and that to manage all that. They can just go onto the bot and say, I'm not, you know, whatever reason. Here's my doctor's note. Um, We all have phones these days so we can scan things, take photos, all the rest of it. So, yeah, there's just so many, so many uses of automating processes. They don't need to be big processes. They can be small processes. Anything to make your life easier and and take weight off people and take processes away from people because the other thing is there's no human error
0: no it's I not get really it wrong
1: so,
0: yeah as soon as you sure. said um sentences and, and and you said holiday requisites and straight away i got this picture because we've got a set of black filing cabinets in the office downstairs and anyone who wants a day off or wants to to, to think of they open the drawer pull out the form yeah. fill it in pass it on yeah. then it goes onto a spreadsheet and then it gets passed to the and, and, and I mean, it gets approved or not approved, but yeah, there's a, there's a, there's a manual process to that, which every step of the way, the person filling in the form, the person receiving the form, the person who looks at the spreadsheet afterwards, they're all on an hourly rate. Yeah. And, and somebody and obviously print the form that. before
1: it gets in the filing cabinet. Yes. You never run out of form. <laughs> you know what I mean? Even that, you don't have to yeah. print the form. You're not, you're not using paper for no reason. There's just literally, I mean, it, it, and that's just one small process that, that we're discussing now. Think how many there are. Yeah. Um. In internally within companies, we, we talk. We we've been talking the whole time about you know customer or client facing things. How are we going to help customers get more more sales or more bookings or whatever? But just internally in terms of small to medium businesses running their own processes and being able to perhaps there's a lot that you can save one member of staff. You can cut your cost a bit because rather than having You know, all these people running around doing stuff, maybe that maybe we don't need everybody to do all of that stuff. Maybe some of it can be managed in a a more efficient way or it makes people jobs less stressful rather than having to be stressed and working perhaps the extra hour or two in a day. We've smoothed the processes over, streamlined everything a little bit more and now everything's easier to see. And also because it's then digital, everybody can see. You know, for example, if you're, if you are, I mean, at this this holiday requestings. I mean, we're, we're sort of um, milking that a little bit, but, but that can be somewhere everyone can see, there can be a, a diary that it's digital, people can go on, we know who's in, who isn't, when they booked it, when did it happen? When was this? So it's all just there. And and there can't be any complaints about it. So yeah, I just think there's, there's, there's lots of different ways. You know, you'll, you'll know, I mean, you've touched on it with your brother's business there. Everybody wants automation. Yeah. You know, automation is, one of the buzzwords online now you know automation 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 everything has to be automated we have to we have to connect to their api and do this and do that so i just think that it's it's a, it's a, it's a step going beyond now where you know it's not we don't want to be passing bits of paper around the office there's just so many ways that we can manage things more efficiently um, and you know bots can certainly help help us do that and and obviously we can we can also determine Um, what kind of things that that the bots want to do, because we can set them up. So, yeah, um, we can add humor or not. We can be serious or not. We can talk as if we want to talk to, you know, a demograph that's young and cool and hip and trendy. And we can use their terminology or if we're we're aiming towards people that are a bit more serious then we can be serious. So, you know, how they work and, and, and how they talk to people and how they engage can just be so wide and varied. Um, we can insert videos we can insert gifs we can insert emojis we can we can do all of that kind of stuff so yeah they can be used just you know how tall and wide and, and far and small it are things you know it's it's Did, they, they literally can be used for anything online does it integrate with like zapier as well Yep, we have a, so, a, a zapier so integration
0: it's pretty much unlimited yeah. the shit you can do. I mean, the first thing I'm going to do when I get off here now is I'm going to speak to my, to my business partners, like your business partner. I, think, I don't know if you met Martin in Spain. I know Earth fans definitely met him. Uh, but, um, he's like the brains of my side of the operation. And he's kind of the guy that like looks at things and breaks them down, figures out all the old work. And I'm just like jumping around excited all the time. But <laughs> as, as soon as I get off here, I'm going to phone him and say, wait till this video is, is is ready. I want you to watch it because I think this will open up tons of ideas for him inside of our company because he deals with yep. all the all the stuff like that, the automation and the, the things that, that I avoid
1: like the plague because <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> I, I just well, like, on, on the like this.
1: We have a technical guy as well, and and you know we're so um, thankful for that because he he's really good at all of that kind of stuff, and and you know like, like you you know Im- Imran and, and him are talking constantly talking about automation and, and how we can do that differently and improve this and improve that. So yeah, there's there's lots of opportunity. But yeah, if they've got any questions? I'm more than happy to to answer on that.
0: I'm going to have to apologise to Imran now because I called him Irfan twice on this webinar.
1: <laughs> it's not <laughs> I a webinar. Is- to- I thought I thought I let it slide.
0: <laughs> um, right. Um, I really do appreciate your time. I promise you, I wouldn't keep you more than an hour, mate. So I really do appreciate you coming on. I know my guys are absolutely going to love this. Um, one thing I would ask you is if people do want to get in touch with you, I know you said you like to work with small local businesses and businesses that need this type of, like, it, obviously we're going to try and set up with Dave to run a webinar for you guys. Cause I think the potential for this for our audience is ridiculous. But in, in, on top of that, if people do want to contact you direct and they want a bit more of a best bulk approach, how would they actually contact you? And can you get um, a link to me for that as well so that I can put that at the bottom of the video, but just, just let us know for the video, how people would get in touch.
1: Yeah. So if you want to um, email me, if if anybody's got any questions and and you want to contact me, then my email address is Simon at convertobot.com. It's literally convertobot.com. And yeah, I'm more than happy to um, answer any questions anybody's got. Uh, if anybody wants to see something working i can arrange that um so yeah i'm more than happy listen um i like working with um small businesses uh, they really get huge benefit out of it if anybody has um uh, um an existing small agency or even if you don't if anybody wants to start an agency then i i'm i'm more than happy to talk to them about that as well because there is huge opportunities out there at the moment and i think you know more and more people are becoming aware of what chatbots can do and are seeing the benefits of it and, and want to get want to get involved and, and know more. So, you know, we we can certainly help with that. So if you want to be in a position, or anybody wants a position, they want to be able to help with that, then yeah, I'm more than happy to have a chat.
0: Brilliant. Thank you very much. Really appreciate your time. Loved it today, mate, and it's given me loads of ideas. So I'm super excited and uh, just Perfect. always well, a pleasure just, to speak thank to you. you for-
1: no, uh, thank you for having me on. It's been a, a real pleasure to be here. Um, and yeah, if we if we do get anything sorted out in terms of a webinar moving forward, just let me know and we'll we'll work out a day.
0: We certainly will. And I'll be sending everyone this video so that they've got all these crazy ideas before they jump on the webinar. So appreciate your time, Simon. And I'll speak to you again soon, bud. Thanks, mate. Cheers. Cheers.
1: Take Bye-bye. care. Bye. Bye now. Bye-bye.